0: i to
1: just continue Milton you just continue to play we just pray I thank you for each and every person here and I just want to jump ahead into the into the into the sermon way before we get there is that you know sometimes we just can't hear how much God is cheering for us as the song just said come near come near to God and you can hear God cheering for you and all the Saints cheering how great you're doing when it seems like the world is booing every effort you have seems to be just it just seems to be against you but I, I just need you just to press in for a little bit just press in and just just begin to worship just begin to to thank God right now just in your own way just begin to thank God sing to God a new song just just worship I just want to be near your heart God got to hear God cheering for you. You got to know God believes you're well. You got to know, you got to hear how much God is shouting on your behalf. On your behalf, he's just shouting how, how great, how magnificent he thinks you are. God believes you are in right standing. He is applauding you for just being. Some of you men were wanting to check out, but in the name of Jesus, you're here and, and God and Jesus is standing on a throne, just applauding you, applauding you, and just saying, Quit looking at your mistakes. If you could only see how proud God is of you, if you could only see your worship will change, your praise will change, your words will change, your life will change. If you can see that God is so excited that presence. You're right in the midst that you show up to him, even when you don't even want to show up to your own mirror. But in the name of Jesus, come on, just just for a little bit longer. Sometimes I need this more than you do sometimes. Sometimes I need to know God is cheering me on and saying, you're on the right path. You're doing exactly what I ask you to do. You're right there. Father, we just worship you. Come on, come on, just worship you. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Restoration. Restoration, Jesus. Restoration, my God, my God. Restoration, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Thank you for still wanting me. For still wanting me, Jesus, even when I didn't want myself. Thank you, thank you, Lord God. Holy, holy. And all your pain, He catches it, and just say, "I lift you up, thank you." I'm presenting you. You may not even want to present yourself, but I, God, is presenting you this morning. He loves you. I know I can hear, I can hear the the, the very shouts of God when I'm close to you and I'm near God. I do tell you this, when you're far away from God, you can't hear how much He believes in you. And you can't hear how much He's cheering for you and shouting for you when you're doing the right things. And that's why sometimes the right things feel like they're just a waste of your time because you're away from, you're 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 at the visiting stadium. You need to come to the home team, come to the home stadium, so you can hear how much God is applauding and celebrating you. Jesus, I just thank you for, for all of us that that is for, for all of us that needs to hear that life has no right to boo us, that we can turn to our home crowd, Jesus, and all the witnesses that are watching them and cheering us on. You go you go you go I've got you I've got you I know you've had to jump some hurdles but I still got you and father we just believe that we receive it in Jesus name amen amen and just in an an attitude of celebration uh, of praying as you receive um, communion with us that we welcome come all come eat at the table of the Lord the Bible says he's he's uh, prepared a table In the presence of our enemy. Sometimes the biggest enemy is ourselves. We begin to fight ourselves more than anything else because we know more about us. But God says, Come on, come and eat. Don't ever separate yourself from the opportunity to be nourished by the presence of God. And Father, I mean, and our God is going to nourish you. He welcomes you to the table. He says, Do this in remembrance of me, Jesus says remember i died for you i rose for you i I want you to do this in remembrance for me there's resurrection in each and every one of us and lord i just thank you that 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 this morning as we thank god to be able to know when you need a healing and then when you need resurrection Uh, sometimes god is coming to lift up and restore something just as much as he wants just healing so he is the resurrection and the life right and so he wants us to have that life so I do want us to receive communion in that mindset God pick up and lift up things that are happening we will tell you I mean even more I'm just uh my prayer and obviously for our children all of our children to know that they're forever cheered for forever cheered for and I'm way ahead of the sermon you're going to hear all of this stuff again uh way ahead of it and and especially Miranda the camp camp that we served for years and now we didn't realize we were making a way for someone else to go um, and, and be there. And, and I, I just pray that for her ears and, and as you guys receive communion, especially to hear the, the cheering of the Lord over anything else. Same thing with you and everything that you're doing. That's my belief for you. Is just, you just be. Sometimes you're going to go out and be taking a bow right in the middle of nowhere just for no reason. But other than the fact that you hear God cheering so loudly. Amen. So let's pray, and then we're just going to come up and receive our communion together and just come and receive it. as you bow your heads, Father, I just thank you for each and every person here, and I thank you, Lord, that we're doing this in remembrance of you and just coming to receive communion Lord and just taking this cup uh, many of us our families are so far away are not even here that Lord God this will be our one uh, family meal today Lord God and we welcome it like never before we thank you Jesus that you said those my brother and my sister are those who do the will of my father and Lord God I thank you for my brothers my sisters aunts and cousins and uncles and grandfathers and grandparents in general that are here lord that do that does the will of god as our family we eat this meal together we take it in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit in jesus name amen Uh, today i'm gonna ask you guys to take a bow at some point uh god is applauding us to victory and and there are times that we have to just stop take a bow and receive uh, the applause of jesus um hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 i really wish i would have known um that word that you just said about rejoicing because i could not think of another word to go with applause yesterday i was preparing i guess that means that god wants me to use it on wednesday but I was, I was struggling, I was trying to do this, but Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, Wherefore, seeing we, are also, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God father I thank you for your word that I'll be careful to do it exactly as you've told and called me to do it in Jesus name amen Amen. It's yesterday, as I said, we had the two graduations at Gateway Tech and Gateway uh, Prep High Schools, and I had started working on my sermon on Wednesday for Sunday. However, I could feel it like I was struggling to separate the two. And even at one point during the graduation, I actually started to go into this, and I went, because that's where I go, life isn't booing for you, but it was like, okay, dude, you're not at church. You got to this is, this is different. And so I was, I was like how God was kind of like using the boat and I was really having to stop and slow down. So I did not preach this yesterday at the graduation because it was in my heart so strong. And I just think about sometimes uh, and all of us do this, but especially our kids where we feel like, man, you know, if, if one certain type of people don't celebrate us, we feel like there's no applause anywhere. And nothing could be further from the truth for us who are believers, because God is constantly is clapping and cheering us on, especially when we're uh, trying to get back up. That's when you get it the most. Amen? Uh, the faith to know God is cheering for you. It takes faith. Uh, is far, it takes faith to know God is cheering for you, and that faith is far greater than the fear that tries to convince you God is booing you. Uh, a lot of people want you to believe God is booing your decisions and, and making. No, God boos sin. And now if you are in that category, God celebrates you recovering from it. Right? He's all about your restoration. He's all about your recovery. He's all about your turnaround. And, and, and then, you know, when you're, when you're walking, walking with God and you feel like everything around you is booing you. And that's why we say at giving times, that should be a time of, of you know God's cheering you on. It is the enemy that would, would boo the fact that you need to obey God rather than what you've looked at, right? It, it's gone, and the cheers of God like, go for it, go do it. We're going to do something big together. I'm, I'm asking you to do this. Uh, many times when people are feeling like nothing ever works for them, and no matter what they do, it turns it out bad, they, they, they kind of walk around with that. But if they could, if they look closely in the Word, they will see all that heaven, all of heaven, is cheering for them, and that's kind of what the song was singing. Let me get close to God, and, and let me get in the presence. If anybody's just been going through a rough time, and you just got to get close to God, and you got to get in the presence of God, you can hear God clapping for you. He said, "Don't let the rocks outcry." You. He said, if you don't see, the very rocks will cry out. And sometimes you have to go outside and look around and look like, man, I'm in heaven. This is heaven. And, and, and I, I, I love that uh, a lot of the things um, in, in the you know, graduations were great, but a lot of the kids were not but, and a lot of the kids were writing. I, one kid had on there, I'm going to, uh, one of his things was to go to college and serve Jesus for the rest of his life. I thought, man, I'm at the right graduation. Yeah, the right graduation and to serve God, to pursue, to love God with all of his heart. I was like, oh my gosh, what a great way to go. A, a, a bow is, is responding to the cheers of heaven. If you've ever seen someone who has ever been, been done a great performance and everyone's cheering, they do what? They bow. If you haven't bowed in a while, you've missed the times of God's cheering for you. If you're thinking, I haven't done anything that deserves applause, you couldn't be further wrong or more wrong or whatever English person's in the room that wants to go on with that. You couldn't be wrong than that. A bow is responding to the cheers of heaven. Bowing is also the posture of prayer. So take a bow sometimes. So that's how we communicate with God. We bow. God, I'm communicating. I know I'm on the right track. I know I'm doing the right thing. And I know I may have lost a lot of people in the process, but I'm going to bow and thank you for cheering me on. The one thing I don't want to do is not live for you. That is our greatest spot. In John chapter 16, verse 33, uh, it says this, that that, that these things I have spoken on you that in me you might have peace. Where are we going to have Peace in christ outside of christ there is no peace even if it sounds like the right thing for you to do even if you have every right to be angry and dismiss god so that you can be angry you will not have peace in that anger will not have peace in that frustration he said in me you'll have peace and then he goes on to say in the world you will have tribulation what a joyful thing but be of good cheer. Have I have overcome the world. Now, he says, be of good cheer. There are some things that in you that cheers the wrong stuff, that cheers on your anger. Have you ever had your anger cheered on? The devil has cheerleading suits too. And <laughs> you better tell them off. Whoa, you got something to say, yes, you do. Right. you ever been cheered on with your anger and cheered on with your frustration or, or, you know, moms, you come home, you've done all you know to do. And it seems like your kids are booing you because they won't take out that trash and they won't do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> and you have to step back and go, God is cheering for me while I ground them and take things from them. So Jesus tells us of all the wrong in the world. He tells us, man, there's so much bad stuff out there, and, and we, should, we should be willing to be cheerful because it was our response to being cheered, that no matter what's happening out there, no matter uh, how all the stuff is happening, still respond cheerfully. Uh, one of my other schools this past week that in, in McKinney uh, North, North High School, a uh, kid took his life, uh, and and uh, I call I emailed the teacher and said let me let me know whatever we can do. All, I mean. It's I because mean, I I mean I really don't know what statement to say uh, in that situation other than let me know what we can do. We can we'll be there. We'll do whatever we need to do to be there. And and you know she just wrote back and she said thank you because again graduation is next week. All of these moments right are under attack. All of these times when we're wanting kids, and, and that's what I loved about yesterday, we're just throwing our caps up, and, and even last week, and all the kids just, we're, we're rejoicing anyway. We're not, we, we know that's a bad thing, but we're not going to let it take away our good time. I think we have to get that understanding too as believers. Don't let something take away your good times. Tribulation should never remove you from living in God's triumph should never remove you. And that's that's one of the things, uh, Justin, as as Margarita's stand up here saying, that, man, when you are praying for someone or praying, period, it may not even be for you. You may be the one that's keeping the family together. And sometimes as believers, we can get selfish because nothing comes our way when God is making our family go the right way because of you. Sometimes you have to step back and go, thank you, Jesus. I know I haven't gotten all this stuff I'm believing for, for me personally, but I know that personally you're gathering up my family together. You're going to have 12 baskets full left over. Satan uses rough times to get into the minds of believers and try to convince them that God is against them, especially if it involves your past. He will try to boo you every time you stand up and slip back a little bit. And he's just telling you, the crowd is against you. God is against you. God doesn't love you. And you need to tell the devil, you're a liar. If anybody's for me, God is for me. And so I this is my my next theme. My theme for next year is called Hidden Figures. So I figured I should watch the movie just in case some little smart alley kid asks me about a part in the movie. So we paid $16 and 21 cents cause they won't let you rent the movie. But now we own this special gift from heaven. And, and I, I said this, let's sit down as a family and watch. I said it, yes I did. I said, let's sit down and watch this as a family. And those of you who don't know me I hate sitting down watching movies. I, I despise it. I think it's the biggest waste of time. The theaters is robbing you. Because the seats lean back, you're going to pay seven more dollars. Hope I do. My my recliner leans back. Lean back, I can get up, I can listen to my cell phone, I can use it. Then they want to put restrictions on a $15 ticket. Man, I hope you do come get my cell phone. We're going to shut it down. But anyway, we watched this movie and it was the most boring movie to me. Because it was so slow. And I thought, like, she was, like, 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 what was happening, though, she had the figures within her. And she had everything within her. And I thought it was a great plot. They just, I thought they could have sped it up a little bit. I mean, I'm on the couch like this and Miracle's just looking at me like, oh, you special. You got just some, you just got some cases in you. And, and I love it because she, she can, she can uh, delightfully kind of defend everything I try to go against. It's a great concept, great thing. It was just slow. It was just, I was like, girl, tell them why you're running all the way across the street to go to the restroom. That's a figure. That's one of the hidden figures. You got to go to the restroom now. Go here. So anyway, I was talking about everyone has an equation. Again, this starts to come up in the graduation yesterday. You have to solve a problem within you. You all have a hidden figure. Hidden figure. <laughs> People could take that to exercise too. I just thought about that. It's a, it's a hidden figure. <laughs> just a hidden figure. I know you in that somewhere, six-pack. How about how about we read the Bible some more? How about that? First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 through 25 says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth a prize, so run that ye may ob- Obtain, don't run as one running against someone, run as, some, run as somebody running for someone. You're running for Jesus, not against somebody. Quit trying to keep up with your neighbor, keep up with yourself. And every man that striveth for the mastery is, is temperate in all things. Now, now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible Therefore, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight, I not as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. See, It's so cool. Like, we, we can't dismiss ourselves from the call. Right? And, and that don't mean you stop preaching the truth. You just line up with what you're saying. Okay, and so you begin to pull that, and he says, "I don't want to be one of those people that are just out there running, right? People say I'm in the rat race. So if you win it, you're just the first rat. <laughs> Everybody's climbing higher than I am. The, their ladders against the wrong building. So who cares if they get to the top of that one? You're in a different race, and therefore you can run your race with patience. You can wait on God. Patience is a weapon that reveals deception. You can run patiently to God. this, this world." will boo the things of god and you've actually seen it prayers are out of school when the prayers go out the guns go up deaths go up pregnancies go up uh bullying goes up more the things go up Uh, teachers uh, are more attacking students and and students are more prey because some of the some of the teachers have turned into predators prayer is out these things are in they've booed the things of god and what our, our goal is to go back in there, I believe that God has got us on a mission. You too. If I go in that school, you go in with me and send us in there and said this may be the only day we get God in here, but we're going to have it all day. And we have to be willing to do that. I have to believe, and I'm not saying this is always, but I have to believe the days that I've been in Santa Fe High School, that shooter didn't stand a chance. And if he was assigned that day, I believe that God was keeping him from it. And I believe we're going to speak that over every school to keep them out of there, keep them out of there and get them some help, too. So they are booing the things of God. And as believers, we should never try to live for the cheers of the world. I'm not like everybody else. I don't do it like everybody else or, or it seems like they have a good marriage. Uh, uh, they, have a, they, they get along just fine in public, just like you get along just fine in public. Your marriage looked great in public. It's them other days. Them other times. They look so cute together. Let's see them first thing in the morning. But it's constant obedience to God is the race that we run to obtain. There's no greater applause than hearing from God, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We we'll have to say that to our children all the time. You, you got your friends are patting you on the back, but I'm about to punch you in the face. You know, it's, there's a the difference than how you're living, right? And how you're living is about the fact that you need to turn toward God. Now you guys must know that I am not that violent of a of a parent. There is no greater applause than hearing from God, "Well done, thou good and faithful servant." That's just all I'm going to say to that. Uh, it will if we seek any other applause it will be at the expense of responding of not responding to god's grace i left out a knot in there if i'm seeking the applause of man rather than the obedience to god it is not it is rejecting grace so i want to make sure i'm seeking god which means i'm going to have to do what may be unpopular on the surface but is popular in the spirit And said in Matthew 26, 41, indeed, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So why would I want the applause of something that's going to stop clapping for me eventually anyway because it's too tired? But the spirit never gets tired of celebrating you. The Spirit never gets tired of telling you you can do all things through Christ. Never gets tired of telling you that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Never gets tired of telling you when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord is going to raise a standard. It never gets tired of saying that to you. You even get tired of hearing it. If you've ever tried to be depressed and down and that worship song keeps popping in your head and you're like, not today, Jesus. The shirt doesn't say that. The shirt says, not today, Satan. Right? And and God gets in there and because he's saying, We can worship through this. We got a song for this. We have we have a we have a vision. We have a, a music for this. In Mark chapter 10, verse 46 through 50. It says, Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout. And sometimes we need to get broken up to where we'll shout loud enough. Sometimes we need to come to worship. So we're, we're broken down to where it's like, I don't care if I sound like the rest of them. As I say about my family, they ain't been hungry. They like to pick and choose what they're going to eat. How many of y'all ever came home one day and whatever was in there, that was to eat. Now we got menus. Where you wanna go? Where you wanna go? I mean, I went to pizza. We went out to eat pizza once every six months. And that was because my sister came home from college. Now that's regular. McDonald's is punishment now. You say one more word, I'll take you straight to McDonald's. Punish you with them nuggets and them fries that never die. Come on, man. Y'all done found a six-month-old French fry from McDonald's, and it looks the exact same way. What are they preserving that potato with? Now, that's some youth formula in there. Whatever's in that potato, why aren't they selling that as youth formula? You'll never age again. Just put this fry grease on you. Where was I at, Jesus? 47, thank you. (laughs) Says when, when he heard that it was Jesus' Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. Let me say it my way so it'll work with my sermon. Many booed him. He out there screaming, Jesus! Shh! That's so why I like it when the little kids in here. Thank you, see? Normally that would have been dead silence, but now the kids are in here. We get some noise. Have mercy on me. I think that's a good one to pray, right? Jesus stopped and said, Jesus stopped and said, Call him. Not boo him, call him. Call him. There's a difference. Instead of everyone telling you to shut up, Jesus said, I have called you. He called him and and then they said to that, so they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Why didn't they say stand up on your feet? Why didn't they say cheer up on your feet? Applause. You're about to get your miracle. You're going to take a bow, even though you can't see yet. But cheer up. And while you're cheering up, you'll be able to walk up. He said, so he throwing his cloak aside, and that's a miracle in itself. Blind people don't throw things away from them. They set things down so they know how to get back to them. So he was already receiving it. So he threw aside his cloak, threw his cloak aside. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. And then I stopped there because you can read 51 and and, and get all the hidden figures there that Jesus healed the man from being blind. Okay? And he came there. Blind Bartimaeus was told to cheer up because Jesus was blind calling him that's why the gifts and callings of god are without repentance the gifts and callings of god are 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 not without joy though they will always bring joy and they will always bring peace even though there's work joy of the lord is our strength so he was labeled according to his condition blind bartimaeus what if you would would you like to be labeled according to your last act your last disobedience, or your last issue. Let's go with that. How would you like to be laid, labeled that way? A lot of us would label that way. As a, I was labeled as angry, crazy, crazy angry kid. Crazy angry, which means I would do anything and it was just, they were promoting it. This boy will do anything to you if you mess with it. And because I kept hearing it, I kept doing violent stuff. But my mom says, I will do anything to that boy If he does anything else to anyone else, let's see who's more violent. And then she began to speak the word over me and began to call me a preacher. And I began to think she done lost her mind. And she said, yes, I have, because I'm not speaking to you by my mind. I'm speaking to you according to the spirit, because if I speak by my mind, I got to say prison boy. Are soon to die. One of those, because I'm about to take you out. One of the other. So you have to speak by faith and speak according to the word of God. He says, he wanted him to cheer up. Cheering up was the characteristic of responding to Romans eight thirty one. If God is for me, who can be against me? So God is for you. You can't find in the scripture where God is against you. So God's for you. Receive the heavenly cheers of, of God. And so that is His purpose and His plans. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 7, and part of we we've used this about purpose in your heart, what you should give. Each one of you should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not out of regret or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God loves that person who cheerfully gives. Now, now what's the difference between, because, because I can just give you something, but there's a difference between taking a bow before God and giving. Because I understand that God is cheering on my obedience. He's cheering on the part of me that says, hey, look, God, I'd rather give to you and I'd rather serve you with it than anything else. I'd rather you be glorified than me to walk in all this stuff that I want to have for myself. I'd rather give it to you, God. So giving is a cheering opportunity, not an angry moment. Right? Don't... Give like I do when I go to the movies the one time I do a year. I go angrily. I can't even pay the people. Pastor Rita has to pay them. I can't watch my money go to them so I could go sit in a dark room and watch somebody else fake a life. I am not a cheerful moviegoer, Okay? But when it comes to God, though, okay, I will give wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Amen? Amen? So I'm just telling you, don't, don't be like me when it comes to the movies. Now, those of you who are looking at me all like with an attitude or you looking straight down, enjoy your movie. I don't care. Go to all of them. Make it sell out so I don't ever have to go. I'm, I'm for you. I mean, you go. I'm just telling you it's me. I just got the microphone. That's all. Each one should give what he has decided in his heart to give. What have you decided in your heart to give? Now, a decision in your heart means that I've given my heart to Christ. So it's a decision according to God. Give what you have decided and purpose in your heart to give. Uh, one of those things are what have you decided that you want to do with your life? That's what you're going to give your life to. So if it is done without cheer, we are booing our faith. You ever booed your faith? And I, a lot of us could I mean, just—you could say, "No, you haven't," but let me show you how you've done it, okay? Because we all have. <laughs> Bless those who curse you. Boo. <laughs> do good to those who do evil to you. Boo, Jesus. There must be another way. You can't be serious. You can't be serious, God. You can't, you can't really want... If someone takes something from you, give them the other thing. Boo, for real. Now, God, you're out of control. If your brother asks you to walk a mile with you, wake you up in the middle of the night, walk a mile, don't just walk one, walk two with him. This is how you know man didn't write the Bible. Ain't no man in the world gonna put that in there. You got me up out of my sleep talking about let's walk together? There gonna be a camel homicide out here at the at the great Egypt so when you look at it and God is saying that there are times we're not gonna want to do some Jesus had it he said God if this cup could pass for me not my will but Thy will be done He says, God right now I really want to boo what you got me to do here but I'm gonna cheer that your will be done and that's the part we have to get to God I want to cheer for your will I want to cheer for you to have it I I want I want my kids to be if they're off by themselves to, to know that we're cheering for them that they know that we are, we're behind them. Uh, I used to could hear my mother's uh, uh, I, I don't wanna call them a praise and worship group her prayer mothers as they call it where they wore those long dresses to those summer baseball games and had their big cowbells out there behind scaring the other team, their cowbells. No matter where I traveled to, I could hear those bells everywhere I went. Now one, because they were disgustingly loud and two, no umpire ever told them to be quiet because he knew that was not gonna happen they were gonna climb up on that fence if they had to in them long skirts and ring that bell as loud as they could I think we need to start climbing up and ringing the things of Jesus so loud that they cannot get out of our hearing and can't get out of our children's hearing the loudest thing in the house should be worship to God and praise to God the loudest thing coming out of us should be glorifying Jesus and therefore, they can only hear that no matter what the situation is, they can hear that you, are, I am being celebrated somewhere, somehow. Now, this is a bad analogy, but you know how people—the excuse to drink is it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <If you> need, <laughs> it's the only analogy I had. Just stay with me. I, I know it. And y'all look at me like really? Yes. And, and so you need to say it's a o'clock somewhere, so I know that I'm being celebrated somewhere, somehow. Amen. And God wants to do it. So God, is, God is, is, uh, is doing what he needs to do. Praise grows people, places, and things. God knows we need discipline, but he also knows even more we need to be praised and celebrated. It makes you grow. It makes you grow. Uh, and I, I get caught up in that when, when, when Pastor Rita said something about my physical strength. I want to demonstrate. I got these waters. And then you don't realize you've been tricked. <laughs> you're getting hustled. I show you my muscles. <laughs> I get both of them. Yeah, <laughs> Set them right over there. Need anything else, honey? <laughs> hmm. So Jesus is pulling for you. He's pulling for you to walk in your very best. He's pulling for you. He's pulling for you. And those of us who are in areas where we're helping everybody else and feel like nobody ever turns and helps us realize it's God's pulling for you. He's telling you, you can do this. You got this. God, is. I'm on your side. I, I'm pulling for you to do better. I'm, I'm pulling for you to be the one, the first one in your family to stand and walk by faith and never quit. I'm pulling for you to be the one that don't just go to church, but go to God. I'm pulling for you to be the one that don't just sing the song, but actually know the words to the songs and actually live it. I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you not to quit. I'm pulling for you not to fail. I'm pulling for you not to give up. I'm pulling for you to be the head and not the tail and above and not beneath. I am pulling for you i am cheering for you every single day tomorrow morning when you get up from the weekend don't go oh my just say god thank you for cheering me on we just scored again i woke up we scored amen because that that could have been a zero now if you get on the other end of that one (laughs) you don't lose an end of not waking up (laughs) that's zero amen all right you guys bow your heads let's pray Amen. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. Father, we just pray and I thank you, Lord, for the the, the spirit of encouragement to be upon each and every person in this room. Lord God, that they expect a rejoicing in Christ and a rejoicing in the Lord. As you bring forth comfort and peace to let them know that everything they've done hasn't gone unnoticed, hasn't been missed. It is very much in the sights of God and in the sights of heaven. That you see and you tell them, Lord God, that, that you're, you're, you're blessed to them. You see me celebrating you. You look good to me. God says you look good to him. Good in the eyes of God. And, and I know things could have been different. But I want you to hear from heaven that he says he couldn't be more proud of you than he is right now. I just want you to know that you're loved and you're celebrated and that absolutely absolutely nothing you and god together cannot do and he wants to accomplish it because your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed you are understand i don't know jesus i don't know w- what my life is going to be like if i if i pass away i don't know where i'm going to spend eternity i want to be sure of that i want to be right with god his heads are bowed eyes are closed people are praying if that's you and You want us to pray for you for eternity. If that's you, just lift your hand. So we just want to lift you up in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. So we're in the house. So Father, I just pray a corporate prayer over each and every one of us. That Lord, we all desire and need to be cheered. Maybe it's at work. It's at home. And and even more frustrating when strangers cheer for you more than loved ones. But I want to tell you right now, don't let that get you down. Don't let that pull you down. That's one of the greatest tactics of the enemy is to get everyone outside of you, loving you and telling you how great you are. And the ones that you do the most for can't seem to muster up an I love you or thank you. I want to deliver you from that hurt, that pain, and hear the applause of heaven. And hear the applause of God that says, well done, thou good and faithful servant i'm applauding you because the opportunity to quit was even greater than the opportunity to go home but you went on with me and i want you to grow and be celebrated in your heart soul mind and body that that is god's best for you is to know that he's right by you he's right with you and most of all he's in you to do the will of god father we give you praise for it we recognize your cheer So I need everyone to stand up on your feet. All of you stand up. All of you to stand up. And when I say in Jesus' name, amen, you're going to say amen. And you're going to take a bow. If I catch you not doing this, we'll lock the doors and I'm going to start the sermon over. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Take your bow, please.